I don't get it. We hired our best navigation team and we're still not able to find the island. Unbelievable. Oh, oh. hello, my best boys and girls. So I, at post credits, I have decided to take a page from department stores everywhere, from Target and Costco, and I'm going to talk about some movies a bit earlier. What movies are they? Well, they're horror movies, but instead of being scary for actually, you know, being scary, they're scary because these movies are absolutely terrible. Um, so yeah, this will be a plethora, but last plethora, all those movies were unrelated. Um, modern day Romeo and Juliet was, is well, a modern day Shakespeare one. Life is Beautiful is an Italian Holocaust comedy. If you watch the podcast, it'd make perfect sense. And Spider-Verse was an uniquely animated superhero movie. So there's no relation to these, but these three movies, they're all related. They are all related because they are all terrible, terrible horror movies. Um... How I found these? Well, I found them all on the Sci-Fi Channel late at night. Um, that is one of my. That's one thing I like doing. I enjoy channel surfing late at night, trying to guess the plot of movies. And there are some mm, inconsistent, to say the least. There are some very inconsistent movies, to say the least. Like one, like one night they're showing a terrible. They're showing just a terrible sci-fi movie. And then the next night, I watch Ghostbusters. So it's very inconsistent. Um, All these are all on the sci-fi channel. So, yeah. Let's get into these terrible movies. These three terrible movies. So the first movie I will be talking about is the movie The Scarecrow. Now, what The Scarecrow is about, it is a standard pick-off movie. Essentially... You put the main characters in a situation and they all just kind of get picked off one by one. Um, that Yeah, that, that's basically the premise of it. These teens who are in detention with their teacher. Not their teacher's obviously not in detention with them, but the teens, high schoolers, are in detention. Um, and they have to help move this giant scarecrow and get the town ready for Halloween. Because apparently this town really likes Halloween. Um, so what's so bad about it? Well, first of all, the CGI is <laughs> terrible. Like, the the CGI is absolutely atrocious in all these movies, actually. So, yeah, the CGI looks terrible, and the Scarecrow doesn't even look like a real Scarecrow. Um, a few other things that I'm just going to be going through that are terrible about this movie is that <clears throat> at first, when we're introduced to these characters there's there there's a very diverse set of characters although very cookie cutter i feel like they just like picked it out of the bag and we got quiet kid okay all right next one we got the jock okay so basically there there's a there's a big set of characters um and the kind of the guy and girl that really just make out the entire time they uh they're making fun of the quiet kid who likes this one girl, and then there's a quiet girl, and then there's this guy who's like, oh, it's like, yeah, um, just, you know, like, hey, very charismatic. I think he's a jock. Um, 
So I'm like, okay, they don't know each other. This is like the new Jumanji or Breakfast Club. Like, all right, they don't know each other and they're forced to know each other. But then the teacher mentions that they were, that they all work together, like to pull a prank on a teacher or like something about a scoreboard. It was very lazy. It was just like something about a scoreboard displaying an inappropriate message about a teacher. So I'm like, Okay, I guess they know each other, but why are they teasing each other like they don't know each other? So yeah, that that all that was just really off. Um So basically then they go to the scarecrow farm. Uh blah blah blah. They awaken the scarecrow, I forgot how. Um and yeah, they they all just kind of start dying uh, while they try to escape the scarecrow. Um it's very cliché because there's a girl that the teacher likes, but then (laughs) he's like, what are you doing back here? She's like, I come back here every now and then to visit my parents. But then there's a guy that also likes the girl. I'm like, oh, wow, guess he's not going to survive. And I was right, he didn't. Um, Yeah, so then the (laughs) the really poor CGI scarecrow comes and terrorizes them. Um... Yeah, a few other things wrong with it is there's there's a really quiet girl who I thought was going to die first because she's just not, she just was pretty insignificant the entire time. She was just in the background. She was actually last to die. And yeah, I'm going to spoil these. I don't recommend you watch them because they're basically when you're at home sick with the virus or something else. Um, and you flip on the TV, you're like, okay, there's literally nothing good on, I guess I'll just watch this. These are basically those movies. Um, yeah, there's a really quiet girl, and she was saying some stuff that was pretty suspicious. Like, at one point, the teacher and her were running, and then they, then they fell, and he tries to help her out. She's like, oh, she's like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry this happened. She's like, no, don't worry, people are surprised by me. Hmm, that seems kind of suspicious. So it kept me watching for a little while. I'm like, okay, okay. There might be something going on here that I missed. There there could be something going on that I missed. There could be an interesting twist, like she could be working with the scarecrow or, or the scarecrow could manifest in her or something. No, she just died. And it was literally just another death, just another one, just... Like, oh, okay. Well, that was disappointing. Um, another thing is, ah, this one was took a little bit of research, but not really research, just reading the description. It said a teacher, and I forgot the teacher's name. It included the male teacher, the dude. I'll just call him Dave. So, like, the teacher, Dave, uh, goes and uh, helps all of his students but then a scarecrow terrorizes them, or something like that. Um, (laughs) the main problem was, so, we get the teacher and then all the students, they're, like, on the bus, then, like, 30 minutes in, I'd say, they meet the, the girl that he, the teacher likes. Turns out, they all start dying, and the teacher, or not the teacher, the girl is the only one left. Yeah. Now, the, now, I wouldn't have a problem with this, except for two reasons. One, she's introduced 30 minutes in. You can't have a pickoff movie 
and then introduced the only survivor 30 minutes in. Two, she wasn't even included in the in the description. <laughs> like, yeah, I would think she would, might play a small role, but not the sole survivor of the movie. Like, that's the, that's just ridiculous. But my final grievance that I have with this movie... <laughs> what does every good movie need? Well, good actors for one. That was... Eh. They're decent actors. Uh, good CGI. No, that the CGI sucked. But I think what a good movie it needs is a good, a nice, good twist. There are some great movies with some great twists in them. Um, I don't want to say anything because I don't want anyone to expect a twist and try to guess the twist. But there are some great movies with a twist. Or an explanation. A satisfying explanation. That's a better word for it. Um, the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone... At least the older ones. I've only seen one of the newer ones. And it wasn't really an explanation. It was more of a lesson. But I digress. Um, the Twilight Zone. Great, great explanations that are always really satisfying. Unknown with Liam Neeson. Amazing explanation. This explanation. So they get so they get the obligatory part where there's like an old farmer guy who like explains stuff like... Oh... The scarecrow starts terrorizing the town, and then you have to bury him to stop him, or something like that. And then the character asks a key question. You know, this would be, this is like the big pinnacle of the movie. Like, the why. Like, why did it happen? His explanation? Well, probably what they came up with in the writer's room. We don't know. Are you kidding me? We don't know? That is a terrible explanation for any movie. Just, eh, we don't know. It just, it happens. Like, look, I'm a pretty big picture person. Like, my wife asked me something. I'm like, I don't know. Just, boom. This is what we, this is what we know. Like, but for a movie, especially one about a scarecrow that comes to life and kills people, you gotta have a good explanation. Just not, eh, we don't know. Not to mention, the implications for this are absolutely terrifying. <laughs> like, does this mean anything I buy could be potentially evil? I mean, my, my wife and I, we got a lot of stuff for our, uh, for our wedding. Is that going to become evil and then try to, try to kill us? <laughs> we don't know. I guess anything you buy could be evil. Like, whatever, what, was this, is this pencil right here? Is this... This pencil gonna try to stab me tonight or something, or uh, the, or my headphones gonna try to strangle me in the back? Ah, uh, we don't know. Yeah, so that is why the Scarecrow is an absolutely terrible movie. However, I will give it. I feel like I have to acknowledge one thing about it. <sighs> the Scarecrow monster itself, minus the horrible CGI is actually legitimately somewhat scary looking. Like, I I feel like I gotta give it some credit, because minus bad CGI, the Scarecrow itself does look... I If I saw that and it wasn't CGI, I'd be kind of scared. I'd be like, okay, we're gonna <laughs> shut the door now. Okay. Like, yeah, so... Th the Scarecrow does look... It, it does look scary. I will give them though 
So this next one, I'm not going to have a lot to say about. Um, but it deserves a dishonorable mention, and you'll see why. Um, first of all, it is called Robocroc. Yeah, uh, it is clearly about a possessed object that starts terrorizing the town. And wait, no, wait, that's not right. No, wait, Robocroc. No, that's the ba- that's the one about the robotic crocodile. Yeah, so um, yeah, Robocroc is basically about a robotic crocodile that starts terrorizing people. I mean, it's a pretty simple explanation. Um, basically, because it is about a robotic crocodile, they are at a again i apologize i did not watch this i did not watch a lot of this movie because i felt like i wanted to actually spend some time you know in the daylight before i had to go to work so i watched enough though um basically because it's about a robotic crocodile they're at a pool party or some sort of opening of a water park because of because you know they can't just have a, a movie set in Florida, they gotta have it near water so the robotic crocodile can, you know, eat people. Um, first of all, CGI, also terrible for this movie. Um, yeah, there's, there's that. That's, that, again, that's the very common thread. This movie is, <laughs> the CGI is not good. But it deserves a dishonorable mention. Why? The acting. I mean, at least one of the actors. Um, uh, For most of these movies, for most movies in general and TV shows, you can tell that they're somewhat trying. Like, at least they gave a slight effort to at least be somewhat of an actor. They they gave us somewhat of an effort. They may not be the best, but they at least you can tell they at least tried. This one guy, he's the main character, he's one of the character's friends, didn't try at all. It's basically like they just waltz down the street like, hey, you're an actor now, congratulations, read these lines. It's like he was reading them off a teleprompter. <laughs> I am not exaggerating. When I said one of his lines, he literally said this, so, did you see those two girls I was dancing with? They were pretty into me, right? The acting was just absolutely atrocious, like... The twist at the end better be that he's a robot too. So yeah, I, I feel like I should just mention that be just because of how bad of an actor that one guy was. It was just bland and no emotion whatsoever. He delivered multiple lines like that, by the way. Yeah, so... I feel like if I would have watched the entire thing, I would have more to rant about. But I just had to mention how absolutely terrible this guy's acting was. Yeah, so Robocroc, the acting was terrible. Don't worry, guys. I have saved the best for last. This movie is called Heebie-Jeebies. Now, what's so bad about it? Is the acting horrible? No, not too bad. Is the explanation just weird and just says, we don't know. No, it's actually somewhat of a solid explanation. They awake this uh, rich oil tycoon, gold miner kind of guy, I forgot what he did specifically, um, opened up this 
ancient sealed mine that had a curse and it unleashed the curse. The thing that really sets this apart is just how terrible the quote unquote special effects are. All right, so the first thing is when I first saw. So, when we first get introduced to the monster, I don't know what it's called, but when we first get introduced to it, like this old lady has a shotgun. She's like, Who's there? As all old women do. I mean, I know my grandma has a shotgun. Uh, I'm sure Michaela's grandma has a shotgun. I'm sure everyone's grandma has a shotgun. So, as the old woman pulls out a shotgun, we see it. It like slowly rises up. Now, the thing about horror villains, they have to be scary. Pennywise, scary. The uh, thing from Poltergeist, scary. I'll even I'll even say that the Scarecrow is kind of scary. I mean, like, if I saw it walking down the street, I'd be kind of scared. I was walking down the street, and, da, 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 and then I saw a Scarecrow, and I, there ain't no rest for the Scarecrow. I don't have a good explanation. I was just cursed. I, yeah, I can't sing still. Sorry, guys. So, um, yeah, they have to be scary. This, <laughs> when I saw it, I just burst out laughing. It is not scary whatsoever. It's weird, I'll give it that, but it is not scary. I, I just laughed the entire time when I saw it. Just, <laughs> I can't even describe it. It is that bizarre. It looks like something the director's son drew one day because he was bored. He's like, look at this, Dad. This is the scary monster. Oh, wow, son, that is really scary. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this and I'll make a movie out of it. I, I missed the deadline today, so that's what I have to do. It is just, it's, it's honestly hilarious how, how not scary it is. It was, <laughs> so yeah, CGI made it look even worse. It's just, it's just terrible, basically. The CGI made it look terrible. And yeah, I was not scared by it. I, I laughed. So it kills the old lady. Um, we don't see it because the special effects are just that bad. We don't see anything, really. In fact, when it just goes on an attack and kills a bunch of construction workers, we don't see that. We just kind of see a, a really bad shaky cam and then a bunch of people dying. So yeah. So it kills the old lady, it like picks her up, and then like, you know, we see her legs shaking, and then it just, then just the legs go still. The legs didn't even look like mannequin legs. It was that bad. I'm like, this isn't even a mannequin leg. <laughs> they, they couldn't have done like something like a mannequin leg or something, or, or at least tried to make it competent. It didn't even look like a real person's leg. It was just like, Way too pale and way too... They didn't even try, basically. It was just that bad. So, yeah, that that's how the entire thing went. Um, I do want to talk about this one scene. Because it's just... It, it's terrible. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> so, after the heebie-jeebie, I'm just going to call it that, I guess, killed a bunch of construction workers. So, the main characters are policemen. So after it killed a bunch of construction workers, 
what do you think the cop would do? Um, well, I would probably recruit my police department. Um, if the carnage was especially bad, I'd probably call a few other police departments in my area, see if they can help. Um, heck, if it was really bad and we saw it, I might call the army or even the SWAT team or something. Yeah, I would leave it up to the professionals. No. This guy hires a bunch of hunters from the region. It's a small town, so there's a lot of hunters. This guy hires a bunch of hunters to get rid of the monster. And so, so there, already it's bad. So we're introduced very briefly to this one. Uh, I, he mentions a few names like Paul, go there, Pete, go there. He mentions this one guy, and the unique thing about this is there's one female hunter whose name is Junior. Yeah, I've only known one Junior in my life, and it was a guy. Um, there's a few characters named Junior. Junior the Asparagus from VeggieTales is, is a guy. So, <laughs> obviously this guy, obviously her dad, who she's with, um, like paired up for hunting the heebie-jeebie monster thingy. Obviously, he wanted it. He wanted a son. Clearly, that's that's <laughs> we got that character development pretty locked and loaded. Um. Yeah, so uh so he order he has so the police guy has them take the take I don't know some sort of woods to again specifics don't really matter. Take the woods and so as they're hunting um they're talking probably some small talk. I think it was something about how the dad Wanted to spend time with his daughter. The daughter's like, ugh, I don't want to do this. But she's dressed in all camo, so I guess she has some experience. So, at one point, the, the monster appears behind the dad. And the daughter, like, freaks out. Stop, stops talking and just, like, starts sputtering. And just points the gun. Not at the monster, but at her dad. <laughs> um, now, I don't know if you guys have ever been shooting before or anything. But I have a few times. Um, in the span, uh, I've been, I've been shooting a few times and the two things that my friend has told, told me, like the friends that owns, that own the guns have told us and me and, um, everyone else who may or may not own a firearm or been shooting a lot. The one thing that everyone tells them when you've been shooting is always pretend the gun is loaded and always make sure and always pretend it is cocked and ready and the safety's off and stuff. Um, basically what that means is don't be a moron and don't aim it at anything you don't want to shoot. So yeah, she just starts just straight up aims the gun at her father and starts sputtering and like looks really scared. Um, what does the dad do? Well, you see. If I did that with my friends, they would yell at me, curse me out probably, and make sure I never touched a firearm again. This guy, I gotta hand it to him. He's pretty chill about this entire thing. He's like, he basically acts the, he, <laughs> the tone he uses is basically like he's like lightly schooling her like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> That's basically what he said, like, 
Uh, okay, a loaded shotgun. My daughter is pointing a loaded shotgun at me. Hey, that's not nice. Don't do that. No, he's basically... <laughs> that's basically the tone he used. Um, And then Ashley's stammering, sputtering. The dad's trying to get an explanation. And <clears throat> if you're monster hunting... Okay, just, just picture this. If you're monster hunting with someone... Um... They're they're having a normal conversation, acting like the normal self. And then they point the gun at you, could be at you, could be behind you, and start acting all scared. In the 20 seconds, wouldn't you somewhat think, huh, they're acting really scared when they were fine. They're pointing a gun behind me. Hmm, maybe I should turn around. Oh, look, there's the monster. I'm going to shoot it. No. This guy, he keeps on trying to talk to his daughter, although she's completely changed and is pointing a loaded gun at her, him. And then he gets, the, apparently the heebie-jeebie thing likes grabbing people's heads and squeezing. So he grabs, so because he, he's an idiot and he didn't turn around, he grab, he gets his head grabbed, starts squeezing. Blood starts like dripping down. The daughter yells, blah, blah, blah. Um, One thing that I noticed is there's a lot of blood. Basically, they just kind of tried to overcompensate for their lack of everything with just a bunch of blood. Um, but when we get a very brief uh, brief shot of the heebie-jeebie throwing the dad's carcass away, it's, it's spotless. It's like, oh, magically clean. So either this blood is some magic blood and I avoid and I missed a giant twist in the movie. Or it's just really bad animation and really bad inconsistency. I think it's the bad inconsistency personally. But you know, who knows? It could just be the magic blood that I missed. Um, <laughs> so then the daughter screams and only when her dad is dead, she decides to run away. Um, okay, I gotta go on another rant here. <laughs> So, um, she runs away and she hits a tree and then gets knocked out. Now, I have a few problems with this. The first is that she wasn't running very fast. That wouldn't have knocked her out. The second is that she had a hat on. Like, it was a Bill facing forward hat. So, the hat would have, like, at least moved a little bit to indicate that she hit it. But no, it's just like the Bill just went through the tree and... She hit the tree. But, you know, hitting stuff and getting way too bad injuries is a normal thing in sci-fi. In a late-night sci-fi channel. I saw this thing that was like a parody, I think. Or, like, trying to be Pet Cemetery by Stephen King, you know. Um, <laughs> this is just terrible. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good way to describe this. So, basically... <laughs> One of the things that happens is the sun darts out in front of a car. That's that's bad. Like, pe people have died by that before. But <laughs> he darted out when they were backing up. And you don't go very fast backing up. This person was going, like, one, if that, miles per hour. And they backed up, like, not even one foot. And then he's like, oh, crap, I hit something. And he turns around, and the sun is on the ground. I don't know how that happened. With his his head bleeding. And then they, like, rush him to the hospital. They're like, 
oh, punctured lung, and all this, and then he's, and he basically dies. So I would be sad normally if it was just, if it was normally hit by a car, not I'm backing up one mile per hour. Like, <laughs> the only reasonable explanation if, is if he got hit by a car is if he was freaking kneeling right next to the car and then it hit him. Like, even if that happened with the way the car was going, it'd be like a little tap, like, ow, what the frick? Okay, I'm done. And then just walks away. No, this was just a straight up, like, he's dead because a car was going .00 miles per hour and backing up, and yeah, now he's dead. Yeah, so basically sci-fi has a big history of that. So yeah, that is why heebie-jeebies is terrible. Just the production quality was just <laughs> terrible. So that's the part show. Wrap it up, slap it up, and send it to you guys. What did we learn today in this plethora? Well, late night sci-fi channels could be bad. Um, again, it is really just roulette. Like, honestly, any any late night channel, like... I was watching this one uh, sci-fi. I forgot what channel it was on. Um, but it was Las Vegas. Uh, James Can is in it. You know, um, Sonny Corleone or um, Buddy's dad and Elf. Uh, heck, even the main character in Misery. He's, he's a very famous actor, James Can. Um, so yeah, he's in it. I was at first watching it. I'm like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. It was... It's about, it's Las Vegas, it's about a bunch of people running a casino, um, the incident's kind of funny because they found a finger in the food, so they gotta, like, really, really kiss up to the guest to make sure she doesn't, like, sue. Uh, it gets a little bit dark because, um, the reasoning is, uh, because, uh, these people kidnapped this guy's sister, but they got her back, that was just a tiny five-minute segment, getting the sister back, so I'm like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool, I hope it's on the next day. It's on the next day. It took a complete turn. Like, I was expecting some more somewhat funny, maybe with some serious undertones adventure with James Can and, like, all the other guys. No, this one had, like, a woman. She was kidnapped. She was in a box in a hotel room. I'm like, what is this? This isn't right. So, yeah, um, rant over. <laughs> also, rants, I haven't mentioned water, but water is very important, and you should drink water. So... <laughs> Uh, back to what I was talking about, again, sci-fi channels late at night, you can get a range of things, like, you can get some horrible, really bad CGI movies, or you can get Ghostbusters. Basically, it's a huge range. Um, now, what was so bad about the Scarecrow? Well, there was a lot of things. First of all, the characters were weird, they put the character that the only character that lived is just honestly seemed like kind of a last minute addition and there's no good explanation leading me to be paranoid of everything I buy because we don't know it could just be cursed this, this cup right here could be cursed and try to and try to kill me um tomorrow so yeah if I don't get an episode out um by next week you know that the cup killed me because there's no good explanation uh, Robocroc is unique in the sense that the acting was terrible. Most of, most shows at least try to give some sort of effort for acting. I've seen news anchors more expressive than that one guy, like, 
Oh, wow, did you see those girls that were dancing next to me? They seemed pretty into me, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that was just, that's why I gave it. That's why it's terrible. Heebie-jeebies, however, just the production is just terrible. Like, they don't even, it's like they didn't even try. It's like they, they just like, oh, no, we got to get this show. Oh, no, we got to get this movie out tomorrow. Oh, wait, uh, we don't have anything. Okay, just roll with what we got. Also, that whole interaction with Junior and her dad was really bizarre and just honestly just really fun to make fun of. Oh, and the monster was not scary whatsoever. Explanation was fine, like ancient curse. All right, we'll roll with it. Um, but the monster, I, it's on, if I saw that, if I saw a crocodile coming my way, I'd be kind of scared and I would run. In fact, um, my, uh, my city, my hometown did a uh, nature demonstration. I remember a few things. I remember the girl's name was Barbie. She's like, yes, that's my real name. I remember I was the first one at like age seven. I was the first one in line to pet the huge boa constrictor. And I remember they said if you were ever chased by a crocodile, run in a zigzag. So yeah, if I was chased by a crocodile, robotic or not, I would run in a zigzag. Free advice for all my Florida listeners or Louisiana listeners. So if I saw a crocodile, I'd run in a zigzag away. If I saw the scarecrow, I'd be pretty scared. If I saw the heebie-jeebie thing, I would just start laughing at it. Because honestly, it looks like something... Uh, the director's two-year-old design, like, look what I drew. He's like, okay, this is perfect. This is what we're going to, this is what's going to be scary. Yeah, no. So yeah, that's all for this plethora episode. Um, yeah, I just decided to rant about a bunch of horrible, horrible uh, TV show, or horrible movies that I found on the Sci-Fi channel. Why? Well, I thought it'd be kind of fun to rant. Um, I feel like ranting is pretty fun sometimes. Um, yeah, so again, this is late. I have a, I have a job now. I still have to unpack a bunch of stuff. Um, also, I'm going to be starting school soon, so I will still do this. I promise you, my best boys and girls, that I'm. I will still be putting out content. It just might be a little later. So I appreciate your guys' patience. I really do. Um, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you guys for your patience. Um, yeah. So again, for our agreement, uh, next week I will be talking about the Tom Hanks movie, The Terminal. Um, it's really good. I recently saw it, and I think it deserves to be mentioned. So yeah. I'm getting back to my roots. I will be discussing what movies did right. So, actually, I did do this, kind of just reverse. I did what movies did wrong. But this is actually a movie that was in theaters. I'm pretty sure the others weren't in theaters. But, yeah, I'll be talking about The Terminal next week. Uh, feel free to follow me on Instagram at post underscore credits underscore podcasts. Um, yeah. Uh, that's all for this week. Uh, see you next week. And roll credits.